0: Big daily vlogs. Spoiler alert. She's already in the waiting room. We're just trying to keep the time frame till six o'clock. This restream is pretty cool. Cause I could actually see her in the waiting room right now. You look fine. Josette, you look fine. <laughs> she's giving me the thumbs up. You know what? We can start. We can start early. Um, again, um, I'm saving. I'm uh, Mr. Douglas. Aloha, Mr. Eric from Orlando. Thank you, Douglas for jumping on. Um, I hope it's not too late for you in the East Coast. I know the last time me and Sean did this, it was a little too late for you guys. Um, but I hope it's not too late. We're going to start off a little early. Five minutes early, guys. I'm sorry. I know I said six o'clock, but I don't want to keep the young lady wa- waiting. Oh, she says she says it's okay. All right. All right. All right. That's what happens. Bay Area. If you guys don't know, she's from the Bay Area. She grew up in Concord, California, which is... What is that? East of San Francisco? I think that's east of San Francisco. Alcalanas High School. I'm gonna ask her if she has any um any any stories of of what what Waterworld? Is that the the thing out there? Waterworld. Was she one of the ones that fell when they had that little party over there? It's funny, I'm I'm looking at like, her. <laughs> I'm like asking her the questions. I didn't even need to bring her on. She's just answering the questions right there. Um all right, guys, we're going to go ahead and bring her in a few minutes early. That's totally fine. Uh, from the cleaning lady, also from the Bay Area, I'm going to bring her in right now, who plays Dara Ohm. And there she is. Hi. Girlette, Connie Lau. Am I saying that? It's kind of Lau, right? That's how you say it. Am I saying it right?
1: Kenny Lau.
0: Kenny Lau. Lau. How are you? Thank you for coming up and on the show.
1: Thank you for having me. This is such a surreal experience. <laughs> No, I've never been interviewed before
0: No, no, no it's, it's, it's funny because I think when we chatted The first time, first first of all, everyone Josette kind of right there from the cleaning lady Who plays Dara, who plays a big part In the role because If it wasn't for Dara Her son wouldn't have been Spoiler alert if you guys haven't watched it Sorry for you guys who haven't watched it But I'm going to spoil everything for you guys today <laughs> Give uh let's give a, i almost called you Dara. Let's call, give Josette a round of applause right there. Again, guys, I'm going to throw out your comments. If you guys have good comments, I'm going to share it with you guys. Uh, Douglas also shared us a comment saying that um, Wow, from Concord, my pop, my pop still is there. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. pretty cool. Eh? Um, she says, yeah, cool. So, Josette, oh,
1: hello, how are you? No, oh, I'm I'm doing well. I can't complain. Nice, life good. Life is good.
0: We had a cool conversation when we, uh, me and Josette jumped on um, a couple days ago, a few days ago, and we jumped on and we talked about, um, you know, her her acting career, the cleaning lady life, and we fell off topic and we just went off on this whole Filipino custom and all that. And I and I I was like, oh my god, I have to pick your brain some more after the show. So.
1: I'd love that. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Um, What I've learned so far and more questions I have about my, my heritage, my background. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's funny because today at work, if you guys are watching at work and I apologize for saying this, I was actually Googling where my family lives in the Philippines and I was looking at their house and I was like, Oh my God, I don't know if I can, I can live here just because we're so used to the Western culture and yeah. like having to move to you know a place like or go to the Philippines and visit, I'm like, oh man, I, I don't know if I can live here. Well, I want to oh, visit. Cool. If you want to visit? Oh, what's different house? about the house. Where is it? <clears throat> um, they said they live. They so I just found out today. It's weird. I found out, Quezon City, and Manila, are like two different areas.
1: <laughs> okay. I,
0: I, was thought, I lived, in yeah. Years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See. I left there when I was two, been here ever since. So, but anyways, enough about that. Let's talk about you and talk about your cleaning lady role. So first of all, what I always do is I like to, I like to have everybody introduce themselves. So if you can please introduce yourself to everyone here.
1: Sure. Um, I am just at Kenny Lau. I'm from the cleaning lady. Um, from the Bay bay. bay area, born and bred. My parents are from Manila. Um, 100% 100 percent Filipino. What else? What else? What else should I say? Yeah. I think Dara on the cleaning lady Dara Um. um O-U-M. Is i said Um?
0: I believe so. Okay. Um. Yeah. She how said it, she, it.
1: I believe? She um. said
0: it in the last episode. And yeah, when she
1: was making the the passports. O U M. Yeah. To yeah. put it in. Oh, it's such a good. I love. I'm so happy about. Yeah.
0: That's. Like and again. spoiler alert if you guys haven't watched it we're going to spoil it and I apologize season finale is next week so you guys have time to jump on and and catch the show um so the couple questions we have a couple questions I wanted to throw out to you and you know before cleaning lady what inspired you what got you into acting someone from the bay area filipina from the bay area how did you say you know what I don't want to be a nurse I don't want to be in the medical field I want to get into acting. How, how did that happen? What inspired you?
1: I've never wanted to be a nurse. I've never, ever had the desire to go into nursing um, because I get really queasy. I do not <laughs> like body parts or that kind of stuff. I But you, like, nurses probably don't have to do all the, the
0: mm. like,
1: blood every day, right?
0: i not mm-hmm. I guess it depends on what, where, so I'm a medical assistant, so I don't deal with a lot of that, but I guess it depends on what nurse you are. So if you're an ER nurse, if you're an ICU nurse, I'm pretty sure you're seeing all the, all the blood and, and all that stuff. So.
1: Sure. Um, But yes, I, I never had any desire to be a nurse. I've always, it's funny. I'm a very, I was, I grew up really quiet, like um, shy and reserved and stuff, but acting was always my favorite Favorite wow, like thing to do subject. I don't know. I've always loved playing pretend. I've always loved to sing. Um, I don't, you know, fancy myself a good singer, but I do like to sing. Uh, I don't know. I've always i I got really lucky. Like Akalani's, and I also went to Las Lomas in Walnut Creek for a year, and um, I went to WCI. Just all of the schools I went to had. Like acting programs and like uh, play uh, activities, like activities to put up plays and shows we could do. So I was always into it. And again, I was a pretty shy kid, but I was always I I was never shy enough to hold myself back from acting in front of people.
0: No, I mean, you are I mean. This the role that you had, even like when you first came on, on, on the role. And, you know, other than that, you were doing like before the, you were doing the, um, the crossing, right? You were in the crossing. Um, yeah, that was a few
1: years ago on ABC. Yeah.
0: So there's a lot of shorts. There was also a couple of shorts that you were doing as well, right?
1: Yes. I did, um, some French shorts, uh, some like, I think I did a USC one, uh, just try. Yeah. Just like trying to, cause Phil, I was trained in, in theater. That's where I got my MFA. So when I moved to LA, I wanted to get as much like, because we didn't, we didn't do any film and TV training. So when I came to LA, I was like, oh, I (laughs) I should kind of do that. (laughs) If if that's what I'm out here for, I should get some experience. (laughs) So I took every opportunity I could to be in front of a camera.
0: (laughs) How, how, how tough was it for, for someone again, for someone I'm going to keep reiterating from someone from the Bay Area because you're definitely representing not only the Filipino community, but you're representing the Filipino community from the Bay Area. And again, yes. a lot of us who are inspired by you not only being a female, but a Filipino female and being in the TV show like, you know, I had Miranda the other uh, on my last show and I just. Gave her props and like, wow, this where it's going. It's like it went from zero to sixty so fast, you know. It's like, and and I told her, and I'm going to tell you, I honestly I wasn't going to watch the show because when it first came on, I was like, oh god, it's just another TV show about a lady who's like probably a a you know a specialist back in you know. That's what I thought of it when I first saw the commercials. Um, but then, you know, a friend of mine was like, hey, you have to watch a show that's like representing the Filipino community. And sure enough, season one, um, Martha's son was holding a box of Bee chicken. Jolly. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I was like <laughs> yeah, wait really a cool. minute. And then just now all these things that you guys are doing and you being part of this big, I want to call it, you know, an explosion. And I totally am down for it. I sent Miranda um, a text yesterday saying, hey, I'm down if you guys want to be, you know. Be part of season two, you know, and you know I can play a good Tita boy. I definitely can play a Tita boy out out there. So every Filipino needs a Tita boy. I could be the I Tita have, boy there. I,
1: think I have at least one Tita boy.
0: There you go. See, we all we all I have the cherry. Yeah, you know, and a Tita baby. I feel like everyone
1: else <sighs> has the baby. That's right. We
0: have a right? Mari a Tita boy, a Tita cherry. I'm sure and you're right.
1: Malou. Everyone has a Malu. Yeah.
0: There you go. There you yes. go. Um, I'm throwing out comments. People are, if it's relevant. Um, this one comment again from Douglas right here says, you sound like a very natural born actress. Connell, oh, thank you, Douglas. Friend. I also want to th- say, this is the first time that I'm using this to interview. Someone yeah. brought it up to me and said, you need to use this, share the thoughts. So I'm using it. So if there's some, you know, bugs. I apologize. I'll totally fix that later on. But um, go ahead. Very cool.
1: This
0: back, is super cool. Back to what you're saying. You're saying... Um, my question was, how was it the very first audition you had when you were there? You said, okay, forget it. I'm going to LA. This is where it's going to go. How was it for you? You know, your first audition, how did you feel? Did you feel like, you know, like everybody has that, I got to throw up feeling. Did you have that feeling?
1: I don't ever think it was that I have to throw up. I think I get this. Um, so I, I had to really deal with nerves yes really deal with them in a big way i've been hustling out in la auditioning for about six years i really had to deal with them in um a big way which i feel like i'm getting a lot better but i must say that um yeah those first few it's so funny especially for live auditions because we have taped auditions but we also have live auditions so for the live ones in front of a casting director, you go into the office and, you know, you have like a little, hi, thank you, or how are you, um, all this stuff. Um, and then you go into your, you know, your scene that they have you prepare and then read for. And I mean, there were, yeah, I, I, there were some where I would just, I would just block myself. Like I would just be numb and I'd just be like, well, I don't know. I just checked out. I checked out on that one. But then there would be some, and I, I think it has to do with the not maybe not so much where I'm at personally that day, but the material itself. Where if I'm into it, then I'm like, like here we go. Like yeah. uh, there's a switch sometimes if I'm lucky that turns on, yeah. you know, where it's like, yeah, it's like magic. The nerves are gone. I sink in and I have fun. And uh, you know, it's always the whole point. Yes. How lucky is it that you know I get to. You know, play this role like it's a playing pretend in a big way, and it's it's just at the end of the day, if I'm not having fun a- after all is said and done, if it wasn't fun, and the, you know, I have to rethink the, my direction in life because it, it's such a hard hustle, and yeah. I have to I have to be getting some kind of joy out of it, and yeah. I am. So
0: you know, the good thing about me doing a show like this and interviewing actors and actresses like this made me appreciate what you guys go through um in the beginning i was so upset when i would see a filipino person play a different nationality right and
1: remember us talking about that i think about that all the time yeah. too
0: but yeah. then you know i got i got pulled down earth i had eugene cordero on my show who was on tv loki and he's also on uh, tacoma fire i had him on the show one day and i asked him and he pretty much just said Hey, if they want me to play Japanese, if they wanted me to play Hispanic, that's what puts food on the table for me. And I was like, I didn't never thought of it that way. I thought of it as, you know, I'm here, proud Filipino. And it's like, I always told myself, if I'm going to be a Filipino actor or an actor, I'm going to play the Filipino role. But I never thought about as if you're given a role and they say, hey, like in The Cleaning Lady, you're, you said you're a Thai, right? Or Cambodian. yeah. Yeah. So. You're given that role to be Cambodian. You're like, hey, I get to be part of a big show, and if they want me to be Cambodian, I'm going to be Cambodian.
1: It's again, it's a nuanced conversation, right? This, I think, the big thing now that I focus on is opportunity. Yes, the opportunity for actors that look like me are are few. You know, and and highly competitive market. It's few, so. This a show like this, being able to be on a show like this and, and still represent the region of it um, and still identify is a step toward the right direction. Excellent. And this show, like, expands the opportunity uh, for actors that look like me. I yes. have this color hair, this color skin, these facial features. Um, so in that sense, I feel proud and confident in playing a Cambodian named Dara, and I think I told you this when we had our um, our uh, pre prelim chat yes. about the thing. But so I have been to Cambodia. I spent about a month in uh, in Siem Reap and uh, Phnom Penh and like little islands, like um, Camp- Pot and Kep. And when I wasn't with my friends um, who are uh, Caucasian females, when I wasn't with them, and I was kind of walking, exploring the town myself people would come up to me and just start talking to me and come on and I I see the people they look like me they look like my relatives so um I think I was like oh I I represent people who look like me yes. and, and that is enough and of course one day I would love to play a Filipina from the bay you know what I oh mean like God. I would absolutely love it I feel like I'd just nailed it <laughs> wouldn't be too far from me um but the thing is also i think the these six years out in la uh it's hard there's so much rejection you face and there's so much that i felt oh my god this is so unfair like all of this is out of my control i want something that i feel like i have no like i have no control over anything so then i started writing and that actually has really helped me. I know everyone like writes in LA, but um every actor is a actor writer, right? Yeah. But um it's also a therapeutic process for me to know, oh, I have a I have stories to tell, you know, and that haven't I haven't necessarily seen. And I love being part of the because I feel like it's a story that I'm part of that hasn't been told yet. And I just really, really like kudos to this show. Oh, I'm my so God, yeah. to be part of it.
0: I mean, just to watch the show and see the direction it's going again, it's, you know, I describe it going, it's, it's, it's a really fast car going in the fast lane and it's headed towards the right direction. The writing, um, the actress and the actors that are on the show and the way you guys are on the show, we feel that watching TV, right? And That's something when I watch a show and I can feel the actor and actresses, I can feel the character that you guys are giving out. It's like I'm sold right away. And from episode one to episode nine, I was like, oh my god, again. You know, it's like it's not like when you watch a show and I'm not knocking the show Walking Dead. It's not nothing like that where you know they're gonna come into zombies. You know, they're gonna try to get away from the zombies. This one has twists and turns where it's like, yeah, it does. You know, it's like. You know, yeah. again, spoiler alert, that last episode when, when, oh uh, when Elodie and, you know, Tony's character, she says, I'm just going to get in the trunk. And I'm like, don't do it. Girl, don't. Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just it's so good.
1: Cause she plays it like you, you understand her logic and you understand yeah. why. And it's always so clear, like her direction and, and you like. That maybe that's not the best decision, but in that moment I'm like, "Girl, get in the trunk, let's go, let's go, let's not get caught," you yeah. know. Um, but then it's like, "Oh yeah, maybe you should have waited," you know. <laughs> like, I, it's um, it's it's a really, it's a it's a show that you know puts stuff in your face that just haven't hasn't been seen yet. Yes. Um, so it's it was really cool, and I must say, like that border scene was my most favorite thing to film. No. I uh, yeah, I just I was it was so cool.
0: Now, I know when I talk to uh to Martha, I know a lot of the filmings are usually filmed in uh, New Mexico. Was this border scene in New Mexico also, or was it, you know, an actual? Yes. Okay, okay. Because, yeah, I, I went to Tijuana a few times, and me walking back from Tijuana would always freak me out because I was, was like, yeah, you, you can't come back in, you know? And then having to go through that, what you guys went through with the line and making sure the passports were, you know, real. Oh, man, no, that, yeah. yeah, that part was like, again, if, if I had fingernails, it would have all been, been bitten off during that one episode. Um, I got a comment again. This is from Maria, who's saying, hi, Josette. Love you. You're so proud of you. Thank you. So,
1: That's my mom. Oh,
0: <laughs> hi, mom.
1: <laughs> She's probably laughing her head off right now.
0: Mom, thank you for jumping on. Thank you for supporting. And But you know what starts with that, though, right?
1: <laughs> You're like, I will say, they have never ever pressured me into being a nurse a dental assistant or anything that anything anything really they did want me to get so i have a ba in communication studies they did want me to get a career that wasn't like arts related um i did it and um i did it well i must say but then i i continued to do my thing and even though they didn't sometimes fully understand my thing, they were always really proud. Yeah. Um, and they were, yeah, they were always really proud and always trusted me to use my good judgment um, and fo- in in following my dreams. And I feel like, you know, I make mistakes, but I have for the most part. And here I am, and I'm really happy that they can see it. You know, I'm really happy they can see this.
0: How was it for you the first time when you said, you know what, mom and dad, I'm leaving, I'm moving to L.A.? And, you know, Filipinos, we have a strong bond with our family. We, we, you know, the family ties that we have are really strong. How was it for you? And how was it for them when you just said, look, if I want to do this, I have to move to LA. This is where it all has to start.
1: Well, I like, I think the conversation that kind of like, I have to move away for, for what I want to do started like when I went to grad school because I went to New York, And it was so weird. I knew that, like, I just wanted to do it all on my own. Like, my dad was like, no, no, no. Like, when I got accepted into... uh, I went to Columbia for my MFA um, in acting. Theater arts acting concentration. When I went, my dad was like, oh, I'll help you move. And I... Some, something in my brain was like no i want to do it on my own nice. so i like have these like three huge black suitcases walking down like the lower east side trying to hail a cab just having no like i didn't know where my i don't know why i wanted i just wanted to do it all alone and i think that was the big thing and they were always like yeah i mean you you pay for it <laughs> like you, yeah, the loans are yours but you you know go we trust you and it, yeah they've always just trusted me and that was good
0: good and they're supporting you because here's another comment from mom and she's saying oh yes it's mom and dad and yes i am laughing
1: mom it's stop i get it i'll talk to you after
0: <laughs> no it's cool it's it's cool the, the thing that i love about this is like your family is very supportive in what you do and they're proud of what you do and yeah. i'm pretty sure mom you can confirm with this every time you're on tv i'm pretty sure you're like there she is she's on oh, tv she
1: out. yeah she's lips I'm yeah. sure and uh, I always get a call or a text and she gets very into the story she's like oh I didn't like what he did to you that was so mean or so it's so funny I did an FBI episode FBI's Most Wanted I yes. was in an episode last year um, and uh, what, what, what was it her, her co-worker because I play a gangster that like um uh, betrays my boyfriend who's the main supporting character <laughs> of the, the sto- whole storyline and then she was like, oh, my, my coworker. He was like, oh, I don't like your daughter. She's very she's very mean and naughty. <laughs> it's just really, it's really funny. But also, which is really cool about family, um, they wanted, so my character on FBI's Most Wanted uh, had to have, like, a picture, a newspaper clipping picture on her fridge of with, like, an uncle. They were like, oh, and this was during COVID, so they didn't, like, have an opportunity to take a picture with me and, like, another actor or something. Yes. But they, so they were like, oh, do you have a picture with the older male relative and I sent them a picture of my dad and it ended up being like on the on the show. Oh, nice. So like, my my aunties were like some of them were like, Oh my God, is that Robin? This is my dad's name, is that Robin on on the on T V? <laughs> so it was it was really funny. So
0: Made like, it on T V without even being an actor, right?
1: <laughs> I know. It's it's easy for some people, I guess, dad.
0: I had a friend, I had a coworker, when I posted our, our show on Facebook today, it's kind of funny you mentioned that. I had a friend, an uh, old coworker of mine, who po- who commented and said, you look just like your aunt because he worked with your aunt a while ago. And I don't know which aunt it was, but I was just like, wow, this is a, such a small world that, you know, here you are from the Bay Area and he actually worked with your aunt. So that's kind of cool in in a way. <laughs>
1: I mean, the community actually gets smaller and smaller the yes. more I like uh, I'm involved in it. It's actually a, quite a small community.
0: Yes, and, and it, it's it's good because you know, like this, you have the support from mom and dad, you have support from your whole family. Um yeah. You know, if this show came on versus the Super Bowl and if the Bay Area teams weren't in it, I'm pretty sure you your show would be winning over the family versus the Super Bowl because we're all going to watch Josette on TV versus, you know, whatever oh, Super Bowl team. Sure. Yeah, of course. For sure, That's
1: even anything. if the Bay Area teams were in it.
0: Well, I yeah, you'll, you probably have two TVs going on. You're like,
1: yes, yes, Josette, yes. I so I feel like when I moved to New York, that's when Bay Area teams really start like the Warriors, Warriors. got huge. Yeah. Um oh my god, the Giants. Yeah. The Giants. I don't I don't follow sports. I've never been probably never it, I can't I won't ever jump on that band bandwagon. And some of my relatives are diehard. My parents are too. Yeah. But some of my relatives are like way more diehard. I I'm
0: yeah. not Okay. How were you there for the Super Bowl? Were you in LA during the Super Bowl?
1: I watched it at a friend's in in Glendale, but I I mostly was like eating food and playing Monopoly Deal. And oh, I watched the halftime show. Of half-time course,
0: time. we all watched the halftime show because for us older folks, it you know it, it broke our back at the end because we all we all were trying to dance to the show.
1: <laughs> oh my God, Mary J. Blige was so good. <laughs> she did
0: so well. Was you know, I have so to talk proud. about that on another podcast because she's the only one I didn't like. <laughs> No, well, I liked her music. It was just she sang that slow song that kind of like took the air out of Girl. the whole crowd. And I'm like, you know, we, oh, you know, you think so? I, I, we I think so. I think so. And I'm looking at this as a Super Bowl watcher, you know, someone who wants to be hyped and crowd. But, anyways, we can talk about that another day. Okay. Um, back to you. Um, I asked this one question, it's kind of a weird question for me, but this is a question that I just wanted to see what your answer would be. And, um, if you can do a movie, a reboot of a movie, any movie in the world, and you would want to play a character in that movie, what movie would it be?
1: Um, I mean, the only thing, I don't, oh, can it be like a play? It
0: could be a play, yeah, it could be a play.
1: So I have a whole list. I love Shakespeare, so nice. I definitely would want to play uh, Hamlet before I die. I'd love to play Juliet again. I've played her twice. I'd nice. love to play... Uh, Juliet again um, and I have like Viola Rosalind if I could go if I could like go to New York and do Shakespeare in the park before I die that's what I would want to wow. do wow.
0: Um,
1: but like I don't know like I would like if if they ever did like a a Filipino godfather
0: oh my god
1: I would love to play like the godfather or like like sunny
0: the main the main <laughs> like character great sunny. <laughs> the main character wow
1: yeah i would i mean if i got older and played like you know godmother like i don't know how what lola
0: that's what we would call it we call it ninang Josette. right <laughs> that's what we would call it that you know that's actually a good thing to ninang think about it. that's something, yeah sweet,
1: but there'd be rice yeah. In
0: there. <laughs> instead of the pasta that they eat in the godfather we're eating like rice and adobo right that's what we're doing
1: with our hands
0: yeah oh my god see that's a something something you should, should think about
1: that. yeah i should think that yeah yeah Nina. There'll be a, there might be machetes involved
0: nice with
1: the obviously butterfly sleeved clothes maybe we can feature some tinickling dancers in there somewhere
0: oh man if- i would be the guy in the background just the guy like going, no, no, you're doing that wrong. Joseph, let me show you how to do the tinicling. Come here. Come you here.
1: Can like, you can be like Clemenza teaching um, Mike how to make the spaghetti. Instead, you're you're teaching Mike how to make pancit canton.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you're putting that too much. Too much salt. You don't want to put the salt in there. Come on.
1: Where, or you could be like, you like assassinate someone and then you say, uh, Leave the gun,
0: take the Toron. <laughs> no, it'll be like, take the gun, leave the Toron. It'll be the opposite. <laughs> Sorry.
1: No, you take the Toron. You always take the Toron.
0: You leave the Toron. Please. <laughs> Don't go away with the sauce either. I want the sauce. Come on. No, but that's cool. And, you know, again, family's first when it comes to a lot of things. And, and I love how your mom is commenting and they're enjoying the show. <laughs> you, you have that look like, no, mom. I don't know how she's watching on YouTube, so I don't know how she knew that you were on YouTube. I thought your family, I tagged you on Facebook, so I thought you would have more of them watching on Facebook. But she's watching on YouTube. Thank you, mom, for watching. Thank you, dad, for watching. Um, Thank you being supportive and that's the cool thing that's the number one thing when it comes to this is like a big journey for you and it's also a big journey for your family and and um for them to say like okay my daughter's leaving she's pursuing what she wants to do and then you know years later you're on a big show like the cleaning lady and it's like who would have known right
1: yeah it's i don't know like sometimes thinking about it it's overwhelming because you know every day you take baby steps toward your goal and then all of a sudden a big thing happens and it's like, whoa, uh, how did I get here? But yeah. then you, you were working. The, I was working the past six years to get here. So it's a weird, you know, time's a tricky thing. <laughs> yeah. But I will say even, <laughs> sorry, mom and dad, but even if they weren't supportive, I don't think I w- would have never tried. Yeah. Like it wouldn't have stopped me from trying. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny with Joe Coy. I've I've seen his stand up multiple times on Netflix, his specials, and like him like making fun of how his mom reacted when he was like saying he was gonna be a comedian and all of that stuff. But yet he there he is. Yeah. He's doing a stand up and I'm watching the Netflix special of it. Yeah. You know, like I mean it great. Like we can do so many things, yeah. you know. We can do so many things.
0: And, and I, I love I love this. I love what you just said. We can do so many things and we can. And to bring, uh, I had a couple guests on before and I had this whole idea of like, I want to show whether it's a TV series or a movie where it's Filipino actors and actresses, it's a Filipino writer, it's a Filipino producer. The, you know, the, everybody that, is part of it is Filipino or director's
1: Filipino, director's
0: Filipino, the costume designer's Filipino. And, you know, we have the lumpia chef serving us our lunch every day, stuff like that. And and this is something that, you know, it's, it's getting close. You know, Joe Koi does is coming out with, with the Easter Sunday, um, which is a multi Filipino cast, which is cool. Um, And, you know, one day we're going to see like on the big screen where exactly what I just said, where it's, you know, it's an American movie. It's not one of those specials in the movie theater where they only show it one day a week, you know, at certain times of the night yeah. is going to be a multi, it's going to be a film where we're just going to be like, wow, that's us, you know? And I, and I, I can't wait for that to happen. And you are le- leading the foreground and I, you know, I can't wait to see where your career goes. Cause I know this is, Me the beginning. I can't wait. <laughs> I know. I, know well, this is I, I, do,
1: I have to say that like, a huge turning point for me and how I see myself in this is industry and kind of how I clarified my goal, like what my goal was. Cause kind of every, when I first came, it's like, I just want to book a job. I just want to book a job. I just want to know that I'm good enough. And when I did that, it, it still felt like, Oh my God, this is it. Like what? But then I, I didn't know what I was missing. Like I saw Joe Seattle or a Hawaii special. And there were thousands of people and him talking about things that I grew up kind of feeling ashamed about. Yeah. Like my lunch in a cool whip Tupperware <laughs> that was like rice and adobo. I wasn't going to take that out and eat it in front of my friends, but that now there's a guy making a joke about it. Yeah. And there are tens of thousands of people laughing in familiarity to it. Yeah. And that's where, when I was like, Oh my God, like I belong those thoughts. I wasn't isolated in that thinking. Yeah. I just, isolated myself because I wasn't surrounded by it, yet here's a man. Like, that's the power of art, right? That's the power of, uh, like, that's why we do this, for connection and for showing people that, like, look, you're not alone in all these experiences. Uh, they're shared experiences, and yeah. there's not enough of that for Filipino people, yeah. and I'm so proud to be part of that. And I'm I'm really thankful to Joe Koi for, I feel like he really opened my eyes personally to see, oh, my God, entertainment Yeah. Can, reach me personally on a deeply personal level and him talking about his Filipino mom that sounds like mine and it being funny and accepted and cool to people I think that was a game changer for me
0: it's definitely something and me being on this side of and this side of what I'm doing you know sharing your story sharing everyone's story And again, I I said it earlier, it made me appreciate what you guys do as actors and actresses and what you guys either you sacrifice or you guys have to do to get to where you are. And six years later, here you are on one of the biggest platforms on TV on, you know, Fox's number one hit. And it's just getting it's just getting better and it can't get it can't get any worse than what it is. It's already to a point where it's like, wow. This is the season ending next week and I don't want it to end. You know, you I don't I don't want it to end. And again, I reached out to Miranda and I said, Hey Miranda, you know, if you guys need help next season, I'll be more than happy to fly down to wherever you need me to fly down to, you know?
1: I don't know. I hope they get renewed. I think oh. they still like we don't know or anything, but uh, it's just I feel like also the TV market's so competitive.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And um I'm just I'm praying. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, you know, I'm not a fortune teller, but if I was, I'd be a millionaire and I wouldn't be doing this right now, but I think it will. I think it will. I think the direction you guys are going and just the Bay Area alone with the big Filipino community, the, you know, everybody watching from, you know, your family to my family. And it's one of those like water cooler things. Like on Monday or Tuesday morning, we're like all around, like, did you watch it last night? My coworkers are like, like. Why did he do that? Why did he? De- it's like, why are you get mad at me? <laughs> you know?
1: I know. It's like mom. I don't, I don't yeah. know. I don't. <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. She's like, oh my God. Like my coworkers are like, why? Like, oh my God, did he die? Did yeah. he die? He tell me. Like, no, I'm not going to tell, tell
0: you why. I can't tell you. Yeah, spoiler alert. I have family in the Philippines who, when they do watch it, um, they watch it a day ahead. So they're like, oh no. I was like, no, 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 don't tell me.
1: They watch it. Don't tell you know, me. In the Philippines, who watch it? They find
0: ways to stream it. So, from what I heard from them, they find ways to stream it. When they found out the cast was Philippine, they found out, you know, Elodie's um, character Tony is a surgeon from the Philippines. So, when they found that out, they're like, "Oh, we have to watch this." So, I don't know how they're watching it, but they're finding ways to stream it, and you know, they try to spoil it for me whenever they can. I'm like, "No, I don't. Don't, don't, don't spoil it. Don't. I want to be spoiling my own. I want to be that the one sitting there, like, like." What
1: the- filipinos get too excited they oh. can't keep anything yeah
0: it's funny because i never watch a tv unless it's a football game or a basketball game i never talk to the tv and i don't know if any filipinos mom if you can relate to this are you screaming at the tv the way i'm screaming at the tv every time we watch this show a
1: hundred percent yes a hundred percent yes yeah i do i do that and i got that i got it from my mom <laughs> like don't go with the truck. at the tv from the beginning yeah, yeah.
0: How, <laughs> how do you like let's talk about the cleaning lady how do you like the i mean i see your you know I, i'm fortunate enough to, to follow you guys on instagram and follow you guys on your social networks and i see that that family camaraderie you guys have as a group and i i'm like wow you know and that's why i reached out to to miranda's like that's the coolest thing. Cause usually you'll have actors and actresses who are just like, okay, I'm done. Let's go. You know, but the way you guys are and I see the posts you guys have, you guys look like you guys are having fun. How was that for you guys?
1: I tell everybody this one of the best sets I've ever been like blessed to be part of, like in every way, shape and form, they make everyone feel important necessary, like their voices are heard, and it just makes for the work to be good. I feel like the reason actors are so good and relaxed is because the environment was fun and relaxing, and um, my goodness, I feel like Elodie being the lead... And I was fortunate enough to have most of my scenes with her and with, um, oh my God, and don't get me started on Sebastian and Valentino. Like, I love kids, and I was so happy to play this character because she's doing something to save a kid. Like, yeah. that's pretty dope. Yeah. Like, um, so being around, uh, Sebastian and Valentino was super fun. They remind me so much. I have a brother who's, uh, 12 years younger than me. He's 19 and he's taller than me and I can't deal with it right now. (laughs) Anyways, he, uh, they reminded me of, you know, my, of of Ozzy. And I told, um, his, their parents that parents are the sweetest, like just so easy, encouraging. Um, what is it? Elodie like was so complimentary. And I because I, I haven't worked as much as her, but she treated me like I have worked forever. Yeah. <laughs> she was just so, so sweet to work opposite. And uh, Marco is the sweetest guy. Um, unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of scenes with Martha, but uh, she's really nice. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> she's so funny. And I got to meet her once. And she's like the same bubbly lady. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's funny because she was the first one that I reached out to. And when I got her on, the same thing we did with the whole, we did the whole pre, you know, with the interview thing, I was just like, wow, this, this lady is like really cool. And it's like the way she speaks and the same thing you just said, like the whole chemistry you guys have. And it's like, you know, who doesn't want to be a part of it? You know, I sit here on this side and I'm getting everything ready for what I'm going to ask you. And then I'm seeing a post and I'm like, Oh my God, that looks so fun. I wish I was there. You know, it's like, it's one of those cool things. It's like, and, and I'm glad you guys are doing it. And I'm glad you guys are sharing this story. Um, but it's fun. It's fun. I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. And I must say like what Miranda and, uh, what Miranda's created and it's just been, I don't know. It, I thank her so much and I feel so grateful to her. Um, she created a great environment, and she would be on set too, like just supporting and watching. So so sweet, like yeah. so dope. Um, I think I had a thought, but it, my mind is just.
0: That's okay. I got another another comment from mom. Mom, <laughs> jumping up and down, screaming whenever Josette is is on the screen. So that, it's cool. That support. I I love that. I love that support. And and you know we're not trying to you know. <laughs> they love seeing their daughter on TV and it's, it's a cool yeah. thing. So that's, that's, that's a cool thing. And you know, I'm the same way when I'm seeing like different characters and I hear that I, I was, when we were watching it on Monday, I was like, okay, they haven't said the tag- Tagalog word yet. Cause usually we listen for that Tagalog phrase and you know, Elodie and Martha was like, Mahal kita. I was like, Oh,
1: there it is. Uh, Elodie says it. uh, the Monday's episode, she says it. Yeah. The yeah.
0: Yeah oh does she oh does she say it
1: oh in the uh in that like weird like when um what's her uh the armand's wife Ava uh, de Domici, yeah. dominici uh, i don't know how to say her last name I, but the, that wonderful actress pl- plays her and then her face kind of exchanges yes. with elodie's face and i believe elodie says Mahal kita Arman.
0: oh i gotta catch that i got i was so into the whole the face transformation, like, it's like, oh my it God. It was a lot. It was a lot,
1: it was oh a lot going on. His psyche was going crazy at that I moment. I was just saying to
0: myself, don't <laughs> say the wrong name. Don't say the wrong name. Not, but yeah.
1: not, not Nadia. Is, is her name Nadia?
0: Oh, uh, I have to look it up. But yeah, <laughs> I know who you're talking about. Um, the the wife of uh, Armand. How, how is it playing? Have you? I have a lot of coworkers who, they're bugging me. To try to get a don. Is it Adon or Aiden? Um the one who plays uh, Armand. Aiden. Aiden, yeah. They're they're bugging me to try to get him on the show because of you know one thing because they think he's um you know you know sexy. <laughs> Have he, you got to play I, with him? Play with him?
1: Well so the um the scene in 108 Full on gangsta yes which I did to say the title of that episode and that I was like I'm going full bay on that one. Yes. Um but When when Dara uh, goes on the jet and then when she goes to Mexico, uh, Aiden was in those scenes. So I was able to um, meet him and he's like, like everybody humble, kind, welcoming, professional. Um, And yeah, I mean, really, really kind guy, like very approachable. And I remember because the scene where. We're going into the the hospital, which is like this hospital resort. Yes. Um, it's, we're supposed to be in Mexico. And I know a little Spanish. So during, um, like, in between takes, i would be like, ah, hola, Casa hola, just, like, having some fun. And then um, I remember he was like, you speak Spanish. And I said... Oh, poco, un poco, un poco. <laughs> he was like, "Your accent's really good. I won't forget that." Nice. He <laughs> was really, he was, was really nice.
0: <laughs> See, he plays a character like in the beginning episode. We're like, okay, this is a bad guy who's dealing with a bad person or a bad mafia guy. But towards the end of the season, we're like, we're we're all liking him. We're all like picking for him. We're like, oh, I like this guy because now the the guy who plays the FBI agent is like, you know he's the bad guy in in this in this episodes but like having him it's like wait first of all we didn't like him but now we really want him and and we kind of want him and tony to get together but you know he's married she's married so it's kind of like i don't know what that what 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 this is where this is going but it's going to be one of those things where if season two comes out it's going to be i would say it's going to be this whole love triangle thing that's going on (laughs)
1: Well, I just loved what Elodie says in The Cage, like, during 109, the last episode. Yes. She says, like, what is good or bad? Like, is that really a thing, like, good and bad? And I was like, yeah, that exactly is, you know, because Aiden, I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's good. No. Um, you know, there are good and bad things to everything. Every character does, you know. Martha hiding the status of her son from him for 16 years. Yeah. Um, and, you know, life circumstances do all these things. And um, Elodie playing both sides. You know, I, that's what's really cool about this show. Yeah. You can like, you can find flaws in characters, yet you root for them so, 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 so hard. You know?
0: Yeah. It's cool. It's yeah. really cool. No, you're right. She plays both sides. She's like, if if I need help, I'm going to Armand. If I can't get help from him. I'm going to. I forget the Oliver. name of the FBI agent. Yeah, so. Uh,
1: oh, I think that's his. The actor's name, um, but yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. To to at Mister FBI.
0: Yeah, but so, you're right though. As a mom, as a parent, you'll do whatever you can to get that help for your son, and to do whatever you have to do for your son. And and I love how that one scene where you guys were crossing the border. She's like, Dara you have to go take my son and pretend you're, you know, because she knew in the back of her head, if I get caught, he gets caught and you're the only one that can go over because you're a citizen. And now they're both stuck in in Mexico. So the way she just thought about that, I'm like, wow, that's exactly what a true parent would do. just to get her son across. And I love that. That's
1: what I love about her and how she's played. um, Tony is just this like fierce love for her son is the the thing so you can't call it bad and you you know it's just a pure love yeah and then that's why you're like don't arrest her yeah. don't you know? don't why would you arrest her you know <laughs> why don't you give her son the surgery and like let's call it all a day yeah you know just it's let her go about immigration like that is a huge um uh, just the fact that they're addressing it and then they're centering it around the problem of the boy getting healthcare. Yeah. Like uh, it's a great show. I'm
0: just so I mean, just that writing alone, like you just said, that writing alone where there's a bigger picture than what we're watching. And the bigger picture is you're right. You know, just cause you're a foreigner and you're not from this country. Why is it so hard for you to get healthcare? And just that whole scene where I forget which episode that was where they're like, you know, your, your visa expired. We can't help you. And Elodie's character was like, you got to do whatever you can to help me because this is the only chance my son has. I felt that I was like, oh, my God, you know, what if that was me? What if it was reversed? What if I had no other choice? I would do exactly what she did. And and for her to find Armand, for her to do what she's doing, hey, I would do it.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, people do people do whatever they need to do yeah. to to take care of their own. You
0: yeah. know, I have a family member on who just asked the question. This is my uncle, Nick, not my, cool. hi, Josette, given a chance, what's your dream role to play someday? I think you answered that right with
1: Hamlet before I die. Hamlet, Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hamlet would be the big one. Hopefully Juliet again, but I feel like she's supposed to be set 14. I'm too old.
0: No, you're Filipino. We have that Filipino skin. We can we can always- Is it Asian don't raisin? Asian don't raisin, exactly. Yeah. You can play that. I mean like in this role. You're are you supposed to be playing a teenager in this role or uh, a college middle?
1: student, like mid twenties, early twenties, mid yeah. twenties.
0: Twenty thousand dollars for for an organ.
1: Uh, shouldn't it be more? I don't like how much do organs go for these days? I don't know. <laughs> I don't- I, I should have bartered. Like, I should have been like, okay, 20 D's is our starting point, right? Yeah, like, yeah. why?
0: <laughs> 20 for one organ. Eh. But you know that one episode where they went down to the border and Elodie's character saw what the illegal um, organ, the black market organ dealers were going on there. It's like, it's like, you got to pay your way to cross and this is what we got to take from you. I'm like, wow. Like,
1: all that stuff, just—I that's a whole nother world. Yeah. Like, that's a whole nother world.
0: Yeah, and, and it's funny because it's like when I had Miranda on, I was like, Miranda, do you guys do, do your research? And she's like, yeah, we did the research, and this is what really goes on down there. And for us who are sitting here comfortably, we don't think of stuff like that. Like, wow, this is actually really going on down there. And it's like, here we are fortunate. You know, I'm going to go eat dinner in a minute, but here they are trying to think of like, okay, I'm going to have to give up a get kidney just so I can spend the rest of my life with my mom or my my wife or whatever, right?
1: Yeah. I also liked, have you seen Squid Game? Yes. Like he, he like sold his body, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like that's, a, yeah, that's stuff. What people do when they're in a pinch. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like, yeah.
1: Like, then organs start leaving. Like, (laughs) what? Like, I know I I played that line really, you know, a little heavy. But, like, yeah, I could really use that $20,000, you know, to get through my last year of college. Girl, you're going to give up your liver for twenty? Like, that's a lot. (laughs) But I know it's a part of the liver, and the liver also regenerates itself. Because everyone only has one liver. There is a surgery where you can just take part of it and implant it. um, And then that your liver can also regenerate stuff like that but yeah the uh, liver's the liver is big organ
0: see mom she does no medical so that's a good thing so
1: uh someone told me that when i was like oh the liver transplant i'm giving up my liver don't i need it <laughs> my friend was like no, no no let me tell you something
0: <laughs> like we all like wait don't i need it yeah exactly um your liver. <laughs> what's next for you i mean i know the cleaning ladies is wrapping up um is there something that you can share with us that's that you're working on
1: Nothing currently. Uh, living the life of an LA actor again, always nice. probably. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's not as idyllic as it sounds, but, <laughs> you know, the rewards can be good. Um, writing and going to acting class. If anyone is in LA and wants to join a great studio, it's called The Last Acting Studio a minute. So, oh.
0: do you guys <laughs> um, do anything yeah. virtual? If you guys do virtual, I'll be more than happy to join. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah
1: Tuesdays. Yeah.
0: Yeah, if you guys do that virtual, I'm kind of like, again, these interviews that I'm doing with you guys, it's making me like, do I want to write? Do I want to be happy behind the scenes? Or do I want to be in front of the scenes? You know, it's like, what do I want to do?
1: So cool, Because like, yeah, out here, it just kind of feels like the wild, wild west. Like anything, it feels like, like all these stories are possible. That's yeah. what it feels like with all this new diverse stuff coming out and being pushed and being successful. Yeah. Now it feels like, whoa the 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 area of play has just kind of broadened for people who never used to actually be able to play like this before, so it's exciting. Oh, I also want to you know, um, Ruby who does the original music has also been like a, yes, such a cool, yes, huge part of yes. the show too, and um, she has a wonderful music video called "Us," and that was that song was in the the pilot. It's
0: so good. That's the one where there's three of them, right? There's three of them. No, there's. there's a,
1: yeah rocky oh my gosh the other girl's name yeah is, um, escaping me and then ruby
0: yeah i saw that video and i was like wow i nice. never heard Filipino tagalog mixed in with english rap like i've heard it but i didn't hear it the, the way they did it i was like wow
1: did you see the video? I saw
0: the video. Yeah, and, and the I love costumes.
1: Yeah. The all the Filipino yeah. women. That lady who has this beautiful speech at the the end. Um, and then like the rageful screaming that Ruby does. And the there's a dancer who's doing um the bamboo sticks um with the peacock costume. Yeah. Or the bird costume. That's one of my well cousin. we I don't think we're blood related, but um. Yes, Stephanie. She's like a great Filipino traditional dancer. And I was like, Oh my God, is that the Steph?" <laughs> That's cool.
0: <laughs> we talked about earlier, we talked about it. And you said you will talk about it. You work at a restaurant. You work at a Filipino restaurant in LA, yes, right?
1: I do. Come to Spoon and Pork if anyone's in LA. There's one in um, Silver Lake on Sunset Boulevard and one in Sawtelle on the west side in Japantown.
0: What kind and- of food? I, I know it's Filipino, but what's what's their like main dish? If I go there, what's the main dish that I have to get?
1: I mean, any pork dish, but the big one is the crispy pata, the patita. Yeah. Um, and like you have to, this is your cheat day. Like, don't go houses with this. Like, get all the good stuff: what? the patita, uh, deep fried pork shank, jasmine rice, and like cucumber garnish, and then the lechon kawale, the um pork belly adobo. Are the uh, the other two top? sellers my favorites are the sisig the caldereta and the pancit canton oh, Wow, the pancit vegan for all of you vegans um and the chichi, chicken chicharron. they have shroom salpicao, cow which are good and uh egg, the eggplant ensalada is really good but um they're they're from manila two chefs um they started as a food truck opened their silver lake location then opened Sawtell like Last October or around the fall last year, and that's when I joined right yes. after I film, filmed the cleaning lady. I have this like Filipino theme happening in my life.
0: <laughs> you do, you do. That's yes, good. I really
1: though. do.
0: <laughs> that's good. And then I asked you, do you get recognized? Are you you said you told me no, but I have a feeling that's going to change in the next couple of weeks.
1: We'll see. But I will say there was a I this it's it's warmed my heart. I was working after I did the crossing. I I was um. Naomi, for episodes of The yes. Cross. That was a great experience. I loved that role, too. Like, that role was dope. Um, unfortunately, the series didn't get renewed, but it was the one of the dopest roles. I, I loved it. Anyways, like, it wasn't really well, uh, what is it, publicized or anything. So I didn't know a bunch of people who watched it except my mom and her friends. But um, I remember I was working at a, a seafood restaurant uh, in Santa Monica, and there was a couple... Like a, a a couple, they were dating. I knew it, and but the the guy kept looking at me, and I was like, "This is so weird." Like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna leave this table, and then I come and then I come back, and I'm like, "What can I get for you?" And the guy keeps staring, and he's like, "I'm sorry, can I ask you a question?" And I'm like, "In front of your girlfriend?" And he was like, "Were you on the crossing?" <laughs> was like oh okay <laughs> yes I was and then he was like oh my god she didn't believe me but I told her like I think that's her and then that we we all just start laughing and it was so funny and that was the one time that like str- like strangers yeah. were like asked me about oh I will say at Spoon and Pork there's an uh, my uh dear dear friend Tobit Kapati who I think you should talk to too because oh. he's he's an actor who's been out here longer than me and um, he was in the internship, the movie. Yes, and really, really funny. And he also works at Spoon and Pork. He got me my job, kind of.
0: <laughs> send so. him my way. We definitely. I you know, will. Definitely I want, will want slip into that. his
1: DMs. Yeah. He's send, yeah. Send
0: him my way. Do you guys get a lot of Filipino uh, patrons over there when uh, at, at Spoon and Pork? Yes. So they I, again in the next couple of weeks. I'm reading this right now. You're gonna get like, are you Dara? Are you Dara? Are you Dara?
1: Well, also I think the mask throws people off.
0: Oh, that's right. That's right.
1: Wear masks in the restaurant. I know ma- mandates are lifted, but for my own, you know, yeah. personal comfort level, I'll wear them. Um, but yeah, that that can throw people off too. But I know the show is really popular, yes. and that, that makes me so happy.
0: Yes, so. it is. It is. It's very popular, especially again, like I said, here in the Bay Area, we we have the Tuesday morning meeting, and before we do our rundown of what's going on in our clinic, we like. So what do you think about yesterday's episode well how do you think that you know it's like it's like did you watch it that's the first thing they asked did you watch it it's like oh my god oh my god
1: <laughs> what are you gonna do when it's over next week
0: i don't know i can binge oh, yeah. binge watch it for you guys who don't again for you guys who haven't watched it um the cleaning lady here in the bay area is uh mondays at nine o'clock on fox um, I'm pretty sure Mom can confirm that over in Concord. Um, but um, for you guys who who needs to watch it, binge watch. I think it's on Hulu. I'm pr- I'm pretty sure Hulu is um doing that now. And
1: the, the new episode gets released at midnight. On Hulu? Yeah, every Monday at midnight.
0: Oh, don't tell me. Oh, Monday. At, oh, not Sunday night. Okay, okay. No,
1: no, no, no. no. Monday. <laughs> okay. Monday. No, no,
0: no, no. Yeah. I was like, wait, don't don't tell me. <laughs> I want to watch it with everyone else. No, no. but but you know, again. You being on the show, you representing, you know, the the, the females, the females who one day I want to do what she's doing. One day I want to be her. One day I want to sit here and be exactly the way she is. You're inspiring a lot of people, you know, not just the Filipinas. You're inspiring the female actors, actresses who wants to get into the business. And, you know, for you to do that, I'm definitely, definitely honored to have you on the show.
1: That's so sweet. I will say, like, it's it's so nice to hear stuff like that because like I sometimes it's like I'm not you know saving lives I'm working at a restaurant every day and like wondering when the next chance is gonna hit but you know when it does hit it was so nice to s- like have relatives call me and text me and be like we're so proud of you yeah oh yeah
0: you know,
1: it's the best feeling it's yeah. the best feeling so
0: when I it's had great. you on and we did our little um our little pre chat there was just this this different energy you had and you had this energy where that's why I said, I want to get you back on the show just to do a podcast about what your beliefs are when it comes to the Filipino culture and the Filipino community. And this is something that I've been preaching for who knows how long where, you know, and I brought it up to you in our pre-chat, you know, just because you went to Hawaii for a week doesn't mean you come back you're Hawaiian, you know, you're still Filipino inside, but we get a lot of Filipinos here That forgets who they are, forgets where they come from, forgets where their mom and dad, the struggles their mom and dad had to do to bring them here, to raise them right. You know, you mentioned it, you know, we have titas and aunties who's like, I don't speak Tagalog, what are you talking about? You know, it's like, you guys got to remember where you came from. I will
1: say some people that come to Spoon and Pork, I I hear the accent, I know they can speak Tagalog, but they always talk to me in English. And that... You know, to each their own. That's fine. Yeah. For me personally, there's such power and strength, and I I go around the world more confident knowing where I come from. Yeah. Point blank, period. And I've been lucky to have um, to have people who are very uh, be, have been raised by parents who are very humble, and always told me, "This is where you come from. This is who we are." They spoke to me in Tagalog, um, and I would respond in English. But I I'm thankful I understand it. And I can like speak it better. And yeah. what I, I will say, just like my mom and my dad, they, they never denied, you know, and they never, ever tried to deny that we're <laughs> Filipino. Yeah, exactly. you know? yeah. And the thing is, I went to an all white school. I ain't going to pass. You know what I mean? Like there's, a, there's no shot. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm Filipino. Nice. You know?
0: This is from my uncle. You make all Filipinos proud. And,
1: That's and, very sweet, yeah. Tito Nick. Thank
0: Tito Nick, you. Tito Nick. <laughs> Tito Nick. See, so we're family. I told you, we're all family. Whenever we're you're in family the, related, Eric. Whenever you're in the wow. Bay Area, you're definitely coming over. We're gonna make you know the the Filipino food and and you know yes, we're yes. gonna do all that. But man, you know, we're definitely proud of what you are, what you're becoming, and I definitely you know wish you nothing but great success in the future. And I, and I love the relationship we're building right here because there's definitely more things that I want to bring up outside of this show, but this show was all about you and just bringing you up and getting you on. Um, I definitely want to open up YouTube one day and see more, you know, Josette talking about her acting career, not just the cleaning lady, just the person that you are, the actress that you are, the actress that you're going to be um, moving forward. And I, I know and I feel it in my heart that you're going to definitely have a big, bright career moving forward.
1: You're so kind, Eric. That's really sweet. And yes, I love... Hit me up. I love talking about the Philippines, what I've learned. I love it so much. (laughs) But yes, sorry. That actually Tobit just texted me. He's an actor creator, a writer. He said, Let's shoot something at spoon and pork. So
0: Oh, is he is he watching? Uh, Is he I don't know if he's watching. (laughs) Did you did you know the texture at that right time?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But he's he's so creative. Oh my god, please, I'm gonna talk to him about you and hopefully you guys can he's so funny.
0: She's so funny. I'm actually in the middle of writing something. I don't know why I decided to write something. Miranda just like, like, dinged it in my head. Like, you gotta, you know, write something. So I'm writing something. But I think I'm gonna write the whole, you know, I think I want to copyright and, and and do the whole Ninang thing, right? You know, let's do the whole Ninang show.
1: Can we? You know? Coming you soon. You to give me like 20 years to look like a Ninang. Though. Or I can be like, I can be the Michael Corleone.
0: The, of the Ninang, yeah, and then We could. get,
1: we get, um, Oh my god, Sharon Conetta to oh, be a ninang. Ninang. Yeah. And then she's passing on the torch to me. To you. Yeah,
0: yeah. We, we do this? But see, but see again, you know, we're we're that, you know, we're that that young skin that we look we don't look our age. So, you know, no. you could be a ninang at this age and it, you know, doesn't we don't have to do the whole old ninang look anymore, right?
1: We don't. That would no, be cool. <laughs> opposite
0: Sharon Oh my god.
1: <laughs> <really> trust,
0: cool. <laughs> trust me. The, the the hard thing about you know, the easy thing about getting American Filipino actors is like, you know, like you were probably one of the easiest ones. Shoot you a message, you're like, yes, I'd be on your show. You know, trying to get them on my show, it's a different story. It's like, oh, really? you know, oh my God. It's
1: oh no. Trust me.
0: Before I did this whole thing, that's the first thing I wanted to do. Let me get some Filipino. Actors and actresses, you know Sharon you
1: Filipino. Yes, yeah.
0: those guys, and just dealing with their publicists, their agents, it's like, uh, it's it's not the easiest thing to deal with. Let's just put it that way. You know, I don't want to say,
1: say like it seems like such a business, and this is what I always love that my dad told me. He was like, like, it sounds corny, but he always was like, stay true to the art, like stay true to the art of it. Yeah, yeah. and like. It's so easy to go about my life as an you know an actor in L.A. because I, I just that's what I did. Like my experiences as this, I, I own it. Yeah, I'm a you know I serve. I've had breaks. I've had ups. I've had downs. This is all who I am. I don't you know I don't need like a publicist or anything. I'd love to talk about this stuff. It's yeah. I love it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And what I love about your role, your role is exactly how you are, how I think you are in real life. Like, just that what one scene. That's what
1: been saying. No, like, like, you're so natural. Yeah.
0: I'm like, that's nice. Like, <laughs> that one scene where Elodie fakes the sun, you're like, that's so gangsta. You know?
1: <laughs> I told you that was my Bay Area. Right? You're like,
0: you're like, I was like, Wait, was she acting or was she being herself? You know? <laughs> no, that was me. <laughs> no, that's cool.
1: <laughs> oh my god. And the writer of that episode, Charlie, she is so, so kind. And after after we cut, she was like, You did that so well. You I'll did. never forget that. That was you so did. nice. Like the writer saying, you know, thank you yes. for saying my words. That's yeah. that that's the environment that Joe created. A supportive, beautiful place where people could be proud to do their work together.
0: What are some of the difficult things you have? When it comes to acting, not just with the cleaning lady, but just in general.
1: Confidence. You have to walk there uh, with audition specifically. And even like once they yell roll. I haven't had, watch me start getting nervous now. But I haven't had much of a problem when they yell roll. Like when they're like, okay, action, rolling, action. Um, I usually, you know, have something in me where like my kind of like, like my my other Persona comes out, or like I know the game's on, and I have to start playing the game. You nice. know, like shoot the like shoot the ball, like score, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in auditions, it's a different story, and that I really had to work on my confidence. You really have to go in knowing that you you're going to book it, or like having that mindset. Like I remember someone was like, "Stick a hundred dollars in your back pocket, and no you're leaving out there with a hundred dollars." You know, even wow. the the audition was bad, you have a hundred dollars in your pocket. You know, anything to make you know make me just release and have fun
0: yeah
1: um yeah a yeah, big thing for me was confidence and really believing that i would be on tv one day or i would i would be able to do what i what i came out here to do that you, was this challenge
0: for me you definitely shine and you again like like my uncle nick said you you definitely make you know a lot of the filipinos proud not just filipinos in general but you also make the females actor actors who are And the same boat that you're in or who's trying to think, do I really want to do this? Do I really want to get into acting? Do I want to get on this journey? You are living proof that, you know, if you do it and you put your craft into it, you'll definitely get somewhere. And this show right here, again, it's just going to be successful. And I definitely see it. I want to see more than one season. I'm almost certain there's going to be a season two just because of where it's going and where it's headed. And I want to see more of Dara on, you know, on the show be more of Dara too be part, really be part really of the do. family you know it's like hey Dara you know you
1: gotta- it was so sweet i think that uh Miranda after my first scene had reposted on instagram welcome to the family Dara and i was like Oh yeah, she gave her liver. She deserved to be part of the
0: family. Yes, you're definitely part of the I want to see with
1: Martha. That's my biggest dream is to have a scene with Martha.
0: Martha, when I had her on the show and I did my research with Martha, I never realized she was with she she starred in some big name Filipino actors in in the past. Oh, she um, has. Yeah. I yeah, there was a. Um, I forget the name of the the movie. I have it somewhere. I have it written down on one on one of my cheat sheets. But when she was a teenager, she played a big role in one of the one of it was one of those Filipino movies that they spoke English but they spoke Tagalog, and she had a role in that. She played the daughter, um, and I was like, oh my god, you you were able to play you know with this character in the Philippines, and and like you said earlier, like trying to get these characters on just the show like this. It's, it's definitely, I'm trying to work on it. So one day when that you see it happen, yeah. just
1: keep per, Persistence is key.
0: Yeah. That's what it is. And I, yeah. And like you said earlier, like when you have all these auditions and you're not sure what it's, the outcome is going to be, you don't know how many people I reached out to just in the business that hasn't responded to me or they say they're going to respond to me. Um, but they haven't responded to me. But right now I'm on this cleaning lady trip. You know, I get. I, I yeah. want to say there's two more of you guys coming on in the next couple episodes. So ah. yeah, you'll, you'll be able to see it next week. Two more. I I, I already locked it in. I don't want to give spoilers. I, I I'll text you who it is. I'll text you who it is. I but I don't want to tell anybody else who it is. Um, what's this? Uh, my aunt, my uncle is telling us Eric just know if you underwent to the workshop or just the audition.
1: <laughs> <Teacher> Nick.
0: <laughs> did, did I, Uncle Nick, did I go through the workshop? Just want to know if, oh, if she underwent to the workshop or just the audition.
1: Like workshop meaning what?
0: Maybe the audition of the cleaning lady. I'm thinking, thinking that's what he's asking.
1: So that was actually a tape. So now, ever because of COVID, before COVID, we, I would have a lot of these two. It was about half and half, but they have us film ourselves. So I use my iPhone. They give me they give me a scene. I film it, and then next thing I know, it's like, hey, come into New Mexico. Wow. Yeah, it wow. really does. It's like winning the lotto. You know, yeah. like your life kind of it. It's such a bizarre existence that yeah. I you you'll never like people won't understand unless they live it. But yeah is better than winning the lotto, getting a call like that because it, it you put in more work for it.
0: Yeah. I mean, this right here to me, like you just mentioned, to me, having you on is like winning winning the lotto. Oh. You know, having somebody on who just a couple days ago I was watching cross the border from Mexico <laughs> back into the US and now here we are talking, you know, it's just... I
1: made it. I'm okay. To me, it's
0: like winning the lotto. And you know, I, I totally get what you say about nerves and confidence. You don't know how many times I get on a show like this and I'm like... All right. All right. I get nervous. I get nervous. Even though we're not in the same room, I'm watching you. I'm looking at you. And I'm, again, a couple of days ago, you were on TV. And now here I am sharing your story with, with everyone and everyone around the world. And and again, I want to thank you for jumping on. Thank you for being part of the show. And I definitely want to do more work with you moving forward, more Filipino-related conversations. And, and you know, I, hold, I read this. I wrote this whole thing because I thought you were going to bring it up, just talking about Filipino history, you know, just, just things like we that.
1: make a separate one about that. Yeah,
0: I'm totally down. oh off. Oh, oh my
1: God. I will recommend, if you haven't yet, this is where I have most of my uh, knowledge of Filipino history is from Stanley Carnow's, I think it was written in like the 90s or something, or released in the 90s, called In Our Image. Okay. America's something in the Philippines, um, and it, it's fascinating like a very easy uh, long read of the spanish in uh invasion Uh, invasion yeah with magellan in the 1500s all the way to it ends with marcos i think that's where they ended it because when the book was released that was around that time period that happened so that book really like i learned so much
0: Yeah. And what I love about you is, you know, you're born in the, you're born here, but you're very Filipino, you know, driven, Filipino history driven. And, you know, you just mentioned the the video with Ruby and all the stuff they were wearing in there, you know, it's like, wow, proud Filipino right there. And when I watched it, I was like, wow, you know, wow. This is and our it's culture.
1: Gorgeous. Like it's so beautiful. Yeah. And I think, unfortunately colonial mentality has taken priority has taken precedent there and i'm just about going the other way that's yeah. what that that makes me excited that makes me curious yeah. not changing this to fit an ideal to, like accepting this and seeing where that came from yeah. that's my um my that's where i Want to go half? I want to go
0: down. (laughs) Understand. Um, for everyone watching, everyone watching, I want to thank everyone for jumping on. Uh, Josette Kandelau again on the cleaning lady plays Dara. Um, for you guys who want to rewatch this, it's going to be available on YouTube. I'm going to have this up on YouTube. Um, for you guys who are watching me on Facebook, this is definitely going to be on. Um facebook as well and for you guys who don't like to watch but would rather listen i'm gonna upload this on a podcast so that way while you're driving to work you guys can listen to the conversation we have but i would suggest watching it so that way you can see josette's face and see the emotions that she has um your mom says thank you eric for doing this Mom, it was my pleasure for having Josette on. And, and, you know, I'm going to tell you what I tell everybody else. Um, You're definitely more than welcome to jump back on. If you want to share your story, if you want to talk about anything film-related, Filipino-related, Philippines-related, even if you want to talk about uh, Fork and Pork or Spoon and Pork. Spoon and Pork. Yes.
1: Spoon and Pork.
0: Spoon and Pork. And if you want to bring your friend on, if you want to have all three of us on and talk about that. I can. Have, awesome. I can have ten He's, people on it.
1: Same ilk as as me too. That's nice. why we get along. We're nice. very, yeah, we're very similar in that way.
0: Nice and then and, and um, coming soon. We're going to be watching the ninong.
1: <laughs> I'm excited for
0: that, Josette. Kind of idea. <laughs> instead of going
1: to make that now, and in, they have to pay me.
0: <laughs> instead of instead of cigars, we're just sitting there and you're like eating lumpia.
1: And we have our fans. Oh um, yes. The,
0: P- the pamaipai. <laughs> p- p- right? The My aunt's probably watching in the Philippines and she's going to send me a message. She's like, huy, where's the Tagalog? You promised you're going to say one Tagalog word. There, I said pamaipai. Pamaipai.
1: Pamaipai. The little Yeah, Eric. Salamat. Salamat. Salamat.
0: There you go. Everyone, Josette, let's give her another round of applause for jumping on right here. Again, you guys can catch her on The Cleaning Lady um Mondays on Fox here in the Bay Area at 9 o'clock. Um, no spoilers for next week. Please don't give us spoilers. Don't tell me spoilers. I'm not even going to ask you what's going on in the season finale. But um, thank you for sharing your story. Good luck in your career. And you're doing an amazing job. And I definitely you know, wish you nothing but great success moving forward and definitely want to see you in another role doing other things. Whether you're playing you know, a Filipino character or where you're playing a Cambodian character, it's Josette kind of loud. That's who's going to be playing the character at the end of the day. And that's all we want to see. And you'll make not just the Filipinos proud, but you'll make your mom proud. You'll make the community proud. (laughs) So thank you. you. Josette, thank you for jumping on. Um, And anything you want to tell everyone before you leave? Uh,
1: just thank you. And I'm really, really happy to be doing it. This was, this made my day. Thank you for having me on the show.
0: One last thing from uh, my uncle, Nick. Thank you both entertainment. Uh, oh, Salamat Cherry says, good luck in your career. Good luck. And thank you, definitely jump on anytime. Definitely you, 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 you have my, that's how I know you're such a humble person. And, and let me just share this real quick before you get off. I asked you if you want a FaceTime or if you want a Zoom, and you said FaceTime is fine. I'm like, oh, she's okay. She's trustworthy with her number. So that's... And I'm
1: like, yeah, I, lo- I love talking about being Filipino and being able to represent being Filipino in the arts. And any avenue I can do that with, happy to do it. No reservations, really. Uh-huh. I looked on your thing, checked you out, Miranda and... And Martha was on and I was
0: like, oh, yeah, this will be fun. Yeah. And it's funny because that's what I'm using right now. Hey, I recently had Miranda and Martha on. Now I can (laughs) add I had Josette on as well. So um, thank you guys for watching. Thank you guys for jumping on. I'm going to end the live stream the same time um, Josette goes off the air. But thank you guys for watching, Josette. Wish you nothing but great success in the future. You are definitely welcome back on anytime you want. And we'll definitely do something in the future moving forward.
1: Yes, please.
0: All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you guys for watching. Josette, thank you. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to The Daily Podcast with Eric B.